You're listening to Casual Talk Radio, where common sense is still the norm. Whether you're a new or a longtime listener, we appreciate you joining us today. Visit us at casualtalkradio.net. And now, here's your host, Leister. Thank you. Thank you, Bailey. I appreciate that. Welcome, everyone, to Casual Talk Radio, found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister. I am your host. I hesitated with the topic. It's a struggle, not because of controversy, but because no matter which way a person feels or thinks or believes, it's always going to be criticized by one side or another. We no longer have a society of open conversation and open sharing of ideas, whether those ideas flow with yours or not. It just It's, it's a symptom of the times. So it wasn't the controversy of the topic. I, I actually don't think it's controversial at all. It's quite expected, not because of the person, but because of the situation. I refer, of course, to the situation with Russell Brand, and I have avoided talking about it. I, I don't read the news. I don't have, I have an antenna, but I don't watch TV very much. So I've avoided watching it. I just, it's kind of in one ear, not the other, not because I'm, I'm disinterested, but I feel like there's so much to it, and there's so much that people just don't want to hear around it. So, in where to start with this business, I figured I would start with some of the reaction to how the coverage is happening of this, because I, I want to be neutral here. The coverage to this is different than other coverage. Obviously, there's a cancel culture mentality around it, but a lot of these media outlets seem to really be hammering this home, and there's a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit of suppression at points. And I think that the default is to disbelieve what's being said. I don't believe that disbelief is a symptom of credibility on either side. I think what's happening here, some we're, we're back to this narrative of, well, why'd you wait so long to come out and say something? Why are you sitting on it for 20, 30 freaking years? And some comedians, female comedians, spoke out about this topic. And I stumbled across a person who gave a statement around what they refer to as, for specifically for UK, in the European Union, the right to reputation. Now, I knew nothing about this, because, of course, in the United States, we have the freedom of speech and that kind of thing, and that kind of, you know, you can say what you need to say, and then, obviously, there is a burden of proof and a presumption of innocence. Of course, that's not practiced. But this right to reputation, this caught my eye, and I decided to dig a little deeper, and I came across somebody who had done and this was a year ago, so this wasn't relevant to the current topic, but a year ago they had written an essay around the right to reputation as stated. In summary, they say there is no such thing. There's no real right to reputation. Just because you're a member of the EU or a member of any of the countries in the United Kingdom does not entitle you to a protection of your reputation. However, there have been multiple situations where somebody of wealth has been able to duck a case. You know, the Jimmy Sayville and all these other ones where they've been able to avoid cases because they were aligned with somebody in power. That's really no different if you think about it from the United States because certain people of wealth, I'll take Phil Spector who passed away a long time ago, but Phil Spector, Phil Spector, he met a female at his house. He shot the female at his house. When the police, he, I believe he's the one who even called the police, showed up, he's holding the gun. And he says, yes, I shot her. 
it they they actually had to work hard to convict this man. So not only did he call, not only did he admit doing it, not only did he have the gun in his possession at the time, the next to the bloody body in his house, they still struggled to convict him. And I guarantee you, if this was low-level Joe, whatever, whose skin tone was not pale white, let's be honest, that person would have been tossed in jail for the rest of their life. That's assuming they didn't get the death penalty. Because I didn't even talk about the death penalty changes happening in the South, where they want to, I believe it's nitrogen or something, they want to pump into people's blood. Regardless, we see multiple O.J. Simpson. Now, with O.J. Simpson, that's a different situation because, unfortunately, O.J. was just so good at hiding his tracks, they couldn't put a solid case together, and they had to fabricate evidence in order to try to convict him because that's how strongly they believed he must have done it. That's a different situation, but the point is, his wealth, if you think about how much money was burned on that trial, same type of thing. Rebecca Gayhart, you remember, she was the Noxima girl on the commercials way back yonder. She killed a child, didn't serve any jail time. I can list multiple situations where somebody of wealth is able to either duck a case, avoid a case, or get a soft touch. Phil Spector went to jail, but they gave him 15 years, and then he died in prison. My point this whole right to reputation, I didn't see any different treatment of Russell Brand compared to any other celebrity we might have thought of in the United States. It just so happens it is not an equivalent level of justice anywhere in the world, really. In some countries, obviously, they'll gladly put you to shooting squad. I'm saying that in terms of ones that have a more evolved process for them, it's not like you're getting treated any worse simply because of you know, the nature of the crime, a murder or whatever. In fact, in many cases, it could be that you're treated better because of the level of wealth you bring to the table or for your allegiances with people in power and authority. But I want to dig a little bit deeper. What is this? What are we really talking about? Why is there this impression that Russell Brand must be somehow be getting protected or his reputation being protected? Quote, there is no express provision guaranteeing the right to reputation in the European Convention on Human Rights, ECHR. If there was such a right, at first sight, it would be protected by Article 8, which enshrines the right to respect of private and family life. Stop. The right to respect of private and family life is also very similar for the United States. We also have a right to be, quote, secure in our persons. So, and the right to privacy. We, we have these rights as well. So the rights are very similar. Although there are some deviations, they are very similar. Quote, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, UDHR, from which the ECHR draws its inspiration, contains an express provision protecting the right to reputation. Article 12 states, quote, no one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with his privacy, family, home, or correspondence nor to attacks upon his honor and reputation. Article 8 ECHR is almost a direct replica of Article 12 UDHR, save for the mention of reputation. The key question is therefore whether a right to reputation derives from the general right to privacy under Article 8 ECHR. Stop. So, Universal Declaration of Human Rights does call out a specific protection for the right to reputation. With Russell Brand now, 
Russell Brand has his brand, no pun intended. He has his YouTube channels. He has his Rumble channels. He used to be an acting on a heavy basis. He pretty much has retired from this. He has his books. He has all these things. These accusations come out. And the accusations, if you don't follow it like I don't, but the accusations are, it's always the same thing. It's around women who are accusing him of impropriety and in many cases an aggressive impropriety against them back when he was active. Now, here's where I, I feel like this one's different than other cases that you've heard of. Brand put out a video, and this is on Rumble, his uh, show, rumble.com. He put out a video and he basically said, it's no secret, I'm paraphrasing, but it's no secret I was promiscuous during this time. The promiscuity was always consensual. It was always, uh, basically, he was just a sex fiend and he would screw everything on two legs. And it was well known in the business that he was doing these things. And it was well known in the business how many women were really attracted to him because, of course, of the way he looks and the way he looked, certainly back then, he was attracting just like many of those celebrities were at the time. And so he makes no, he doesn't hide it. He's not ashamed of the fact that, no, I was out there chasing skirts, legit chasing skirts. I was out there banging women, but it was always consensual. The piece he didn't outright say, which I think may contribute to what we're seeing here, is it's possible that he may simply just like the rough stuff. He may simply like to just go at it and be in total control or at the time he was doing this, be in total control and be rough and aggressive. And in certain cases, the women may have felt not empowered to be able to say no or push back. That this guy just has the power or he has the money or he has the authority or whatever. And I got to comply with what he's doing, even if I don't agree with it. Because of remember, at a point when he was acting, actively acting, he was one of the top. He was at the pinnacle of the business. So it would not surprise me, is my point. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a situation like that, where the perception of his authority and his power and his money and his influence in the business somehow caused the women that he was promiscuous with, where he just got a little bit more aggressive than he should have been, caused them to feel not empowered to push back or not empowered to say no, but they really didn't want it. Or they may have felt like if I speak out on this, it's going to come down on me. Others chimed in and said, well, in the UK specifically, the media companies can't really run with a claim. They can't run with something without any definitive proof of something. They can't really go off somebody's spoken word and say, this is what it is. They got to have more than that because if they don't, they could get sued for libel. Libel, if you didn't know, is basically written, not slander, slander spoken, libel's written. Written material that can damage a person's reputation. So right, we're, we're right back to this whole right of reputation situation. The thought, and it's only a thought, I only share my opinion on my perception on this. The thought is the reason that it took so long in this specific case for so many people to come out and say something is because of the fear that it could come back down on them and they wouldn't be believed because it's Russell Brand and his power in the business might have hindered it. Well, fast forward, here we are now. His book publisher, you know, all the tour planners, his managers, they've all abandoned him. Ad companies, they actually have refused to run ads on the platform, not just for his stuff, but just platform specific. They're literally boycotting the platform, in this case, Rumble. YouTube's already yanked his ads. These were his primary sources of income. 
So it's very similar to the Dave Chappelle Netflix incident in the same way because they're basically taking his livelihood from him because of claims where there's still no evidence of it. The UK police chimed in and said, we're investigating this and going a little bit deeper because we just got another accusation. I think it's 2003. So it's all coming apart. Now, here's where it's frustrating on this. I got a, over here, I got a guy who openly admits he was just a freaking, you know, screwball, just screwing everything that walked around. He's openly admitted. He's happily admitting. He has never, to what I've seen, never denied screwing any female whatsoever. He's openly said he was screwing a lot of women during the time he was at the peak. He's open about it. He's proud of it in some cases and not proud in other cases, depending on the nature of that interaction. In some cases he said, I'm not proud of that or whatnot, but overall he's not apologetic, I should say, about any of what he did before. In fact, it looks like he's tried to take it and now tried to do something else. And people have criticized him because of what it appears that he has, quote, betrayed them. What do I mean? Russell Brand, if you didn't know, at one point was, I wouldn't call him a stark raving liberal. That's not fair. But I would say he would have been, at the time, completely opposite in terms of support of Donald Trump or anything else. When the whole situation around the 2020 election comes around, and we start seeing these election deals, and we start seeing what's going on with Hunter Biden, and all this smoke is showing up, he changed. He completely changed. And it was never that he was a supporter of Donald Trump or against Joe Biden or any of this. But he changed. He started to be more thoughtful about what he was seeing. And he, at one episode I saw, he said something to the effect of, I paraphrase, that it's not that I'm against my party. I just, I'm seeing these things and there's, there's questions and I want answers. So he, his, he grew, his whole platform grew, his following grew when he started questioning, when he started challenging, he started being curious about what it was that he was seeing instead of blindly accepting it. And people started listening. Then, with this whole situation and all the accusations, it came to surface that, well, there's all these different big power players who have been trying to shut him up behind the scenes. And the theory started to surface that perhaps the accusations were fake, that they were trying to use it to silence him because he was asking frequent questions about the COVID vaccine in particular. So now the conspiracy theory starts showing up again. And this is why I'm kind of frustrated around this. Because let's because nobody's going to win with this whole business. Nobody's going to win. And that's the reason I avoided it. That's the reason I didn't want to go into it. Nobody's going to win. Let's say for the sake of argument that the accusations are legit and he did something and completely improper and this, that, the other thing. One of two things is going to be an outcome. Either A, they punish him and all that's going to happen is going to be all these screams, just like with Julian Assange and others that it's a conspiracy to silence a voice who is currently the main, you know, in terms of platform size, he's the main voice of dissent outside of Donald Trump. Donald Trump, you know, because Alex Jones, he's gone, right? Without Alex Jones, who do you have? You have Russell Brand. He's the only, he's the largest platform podcaster right now asking questions. Howard Stern was asking questions at a point and then he stopped. Donald Trump keeps asking questions and he's got other people, Lauren Boebert, well, she's got her own nutcase things happening. She's not credible because of the things she does. She acts like a nutcase, you know, you can't take a out of the hood, right? 
But Russell Brand, with his platform and the fact he was very level-headed and sensible in the way he was speaking, was able to garner an audience that was listening to him. And he was the primary dissenter left that was truly asking questions without leaning one way or the other. So then if they take him down because of whatever they do, fine. It's just going to increase the screams that it's a conspiracy leading into what? The 2024 election. Because the timing of all this coming out, being this close, starting the presidential debates and everything else, it's just the, the noise is going to start coming to a fever pitch. That it has to be a conspiracy. They're doing this strategically. They're doing this on purpose to silence yet another voice of dissent around this. Let's say that they're legit and he doesn't go to prison. He doesn't serve anything. There's no punishment. There's nothing. It's just going to increase the narrative that wealth causes you to be absolved of any guilt, that you're, you can get away with anything when you got money in your pocket or you have looks or you have celebrity status. It's just going to cause more of these issues and that's not going to solve or benefit really anybody. Let's say that he's completely innocent. Let's say he didn't do anything. They can't find anything. The, the women back down, whatever. He's completely innocent. If he's found completely innocent of this business, there's going to be a voice that says, voices that say, no, it's just, it was covered up. They threatened the women. They did something to cause them to back down. Nobody's going to believe him that he truly is this. And his reputation has been damaged. Money's been taken out of his pocket. And they're not going to put back what they took from him. They're not going to give him back his livelihood. They're going to ruin his life because they know they didn't really want to spend that money in the first place. And this just gave them an out. It gave them an excuse not to spend that money. And they're going to give it to some other nutcase on the other side. That's It's just an excuse. It was just they're waiting for the out to be able to get out of this. Nobody wins. That's why I don't like a situation like this. Nobody wins. Nobody benefits from situations like this. Of course, the wealthy people do. But it's it's sad. It's unfortunate. That's That's the primary reason I wanted to avoid it. Because nobody's going to win because of the, the nature of the society we have now. We have a nature of society that is designed in a way where nobody wins. It's not designed for true punishment. It's designed of the court of public opinion. And once there's been accusations, nobody believes, even if you are absolved, even if there is, you know what, there's no case or they back down or something else. You always have that smoke following behind you for the rest of your life. Look at Bill Cosby. They freed him from the prison. He's never going to be able to do anything ever again. They completely ruined his life. And that's the other part. You're ruining somebody's livelihood, potentially unfairly. And it's before anything's been proven. And with some of these ad revenue companies yanking their business from Rumble, not just his channel, but Rumble in general, what are you doing? You're harming everybody else that's on the Rumble platform. We are on the Rumble platform, at least crypto is. We're on the Rumble platform. We don't run ads, so it doesn't hurt us. But the point is you're hurting other people. Others that may be relying on those ads and that ad revenue, you're hurting them. All to do what? To punish this one person here using the court of public opinion. You're not waiting for evidence. You're not waiting for proof. You're believing them blindly. I don't, at this point, care whether it's true or not. My whole thing is, let's stop taking action before any evidence has been presented. Let's stop assuming somebody's guilty, especially when it's a male. Because I remind people, if this were some female teacher molesting children, females that are killing their kids, females that kill their significant others, these females are treated with a soft touch. 
And they're they're believed. They're believed. No, that sweet little girl, sweet, cute girl, sweet, whatever girl could never do that. But when it's a male, especially one that looks like he does, one that's openly promiscuous, one that does the college chatter, one that openly talks about sexual things, all of a sudden he's got to be guilty. And then we're not going to reverse course if it turns out that he is completely innocent and whatever. We know because he's admitted it. We know he's had sex with crazy amounts of women. Will Chamberlain level as a woman, probably he's had crazy amounts of sex. We know that. We expect that he likes the rough stuff. So chances are he was doing the rough stuff and didn't know when to stop, and didn't know when to back down. And the people there that didn't really like it, either they didn't know the safe word or they were too afraid to use it because they were worried about their career or worried about backlash or something. That's chances are what happened here. Do I think that Russell Brand just grabbed somebody and forced himself upon them? Absolutely not. Do I think that he was likely aggressive in any sex he was doing? Absolutely. Do I think that he was probably improper in terms of bodily contact? Kind of like the Rampage Jackson and that reporter where he just grabbed her and started dry humping her right on the air. Yeah, because some alpha males, some of them, that's what they do. They just grab it. They just do it because in their mind, it's all just, it's all just whatever. It's all just love. It's all just play. It's all just whatever. It's not, it's not that I'm trying to make you uncomfortable. And if you don't speak up, I'm going to assume you're cool with it. But if you speak up, okay, fine. They back down. Some do. Obviously, some don't know when to back off. So I'm not absolving him of anything. I don't know. I don't know what to think, except nobody's going to win with this business. And it's unfortunate, it's sad. And it's, I hate to see it on all sides. I don't like livelihoods being destroyed before we have a chance to prove this out. Again, I think when the smoke clears, dust settles, you're going to find. Chances are he just was way too alpha and he went overboard with his alpha. And some women never spoke up about their discomfort with his alpha, which is a form of sexual assault, if that's what it is. And that's, and there was another story as I close about you know, celebrity, basically women comedians. And they talked about, okay, we can't get booked on certain events. And the event manager says, I can't take the risk of booking females because of this, you know, the risk that they can be accusing somebody of something. That's legit. It may seem unfair if you're a woman, but that's legit. It's legit. This idea you can't even offer because of the risk that something gets claimed. And it's it's a risk. It's a huge risk. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if you're going to a building. doesn't matter if you're going to a venue. doesn't matter if you're going on a trip, hotel, whatever. It, there's just that risk. And it's a high risk. Most males are sensitive to that risk. Some males are not. Some males don't care. But some males are not sensitive to the risk. And I believe that's what this is. I believe that he was not sensitive to the risk of his actions at a time when he was flying high on celeb status and didn't think anything of what he was doing was really wrong because nobody ever told, nobody ever called him out on it. And they were likely afraid to call him out on it because they were afraid of their careers or afraid of backlash or whatever. Nobody wins in this situation. It's unfortunate. And I don't, I don't like that this is happening to anybody. Honestly, is my 